Welcome to Broadcast Dialogue, the podcast. I'm Sean Smith. Well, COVID-19 changed the game in every industry, and those changes are likely to stick around for a long, long time to come. And when it comes to getting the most out of an at-home situation, engineer guru Glenn Prinz believes that most stations already have what they need to streamline the home studio. And together with Dave Charles with Media Results Inc., Glenn is ready to help your station with the MRI Home Studio. Tell me how engineering basically changed with COVID-19. What did you see right away? Uh, well, right away for me was uh, you know, IT. Now, luckily, I've always done all the IT and all the engineering. I've been doing both for, you know, years and years. Suddenly becoming, you know, the person that sits in my house and uh, manages everybody's home computer now. So it's, that, that's the big thing I found now is everything became IT. A lot less engineering, a lot more IT. And do you feel that you were in a position to kind of capitalize on that? How did that manifest itself in the element environment? Like, was everybody on board with you, or were you were you able to get everybody moving in the right direction? Well, the neat thing for me, I guess, was at the time that the Canadian government was going to start shutting down the borders, um, I was in Pujacana. So from Pujacana, I was already starting to design how we're going to you know, get people to work from home. So by the time I got back, and then my two weeks of isolation was building this whole system and, and, and sending laptops and microphones and everything out to people's homes. So for me, I was really lucky that we already had the infrastructure in place and that, you know, that two weeks of isolation meant I just had to stay home, not do anything. So I got to think about it and concentrate on how we're going to do this and, and make it as easy as possible for the announcers. Because you can't ask an announcer to hook up a console and set up mic stands and everything because they just, that's not their forte. So I had to make it so it was basically plug and play on something they already knew how to use, which was a laptop. And, and I would imagine that, you know, consistency of quality is pretty paramount. Oh, yeah. The the nice thing with this is I'm, I'm cheating a little bit. and we're, we're using, you know, a really good codec for, for what we're doing. But people, you know, sometimes think that you have to have all this, the best stuff in the world in order to get the best sound in the world. Well, FM doesn't broadcast as much as what human hearing can here so you've got a whole top end there that you don't really need and if you're dealing with podcasts or whatever it's the same thing you know you're encode you're gonna you're gonna encode that thing and bring it down to the smallest possible file well you've lost all the quality so you know you, you do the best you can with what you can but let's be realistic it doesn't have to be perfect because we're not broadcasting perfect so what you've ended up with is a methodology and a set of equipment uh, that you've branded out as MRI Home Studio. Can you tell me a little bit about how you're going to offer that in the marketplace? So the the idea is, or the thought is, that we help other stations to come up with a home studio for their announcers, for their news people, for their voice tracking people, using as much equipment as they already have. Like if you have some spare mics around the office or you're not going to use that studio anymore, let's rip out the mics, rip out the headphones and send them to people's homes. So the thought there is save as much money as you can by using existing equipment and then end up with maybe just if they can use their own home computer, good. If not, you know, just buy them some, some laptop and, and use some of that office equipment to make your little home studio. A lot of places have, or a lot of people have, you know, that closet somewhere that they never use or the chunk of basement they don't look at or, you know, even if it's at the kitchen table, who cares as long as the kids and everybody are quiet. 
so it works out very well. Like you, you don't really need a lot of space. You don't really need a lot of equipment. Why don't you walk us through what a typical setup might look like? The minimalist setup, um, which is what we started with, with Element FM, was a laptop and a headset. Um, and got those out to everybody as fast as possible so that everybody could be at home as fast as possible. Using those headsets, of course, you can get some pretty high-quality headsets from your IT stores. Um, they don't have to be you know, broadcast headsets or anything because a lot of the gaming headsets have uh, noise cancelling built in. They're pretty good quality. So that's where we started. We've upgraded since then and got microphones and everything because people were more, our announcers were more comfortable with microphones and headphones rather than a headset. Mm-hmm. But you really are looking at a basic set of, of a computer and a headset. Right. And then let's start introducing more equipment, you know, depending on what your quality and what your needs are. So you don't need a $3,800 Neumann U89 or something no. like that. Okay, because that's the way that we're, um, you know, we're schooled to think about things from way back, but it doesn't need to be that way. And that's true. Yeah. But if you look at, like I said, if you look at FM, right, it only goes up to 15 kilohertz. And the human voice is only centered on one kilohertz. So you don't, like microphone-wise, you don't need all that quality. The music and everything is still coming from the studios. Mm -hmm. We're not trying to get the music from the people's homes on on air. It's just their voice. So. Yes, you can go for the big Neumanns and everything and, and get a really crystal clear quality recording on your machine. But do you need that when you're doing live? So yeah, it's worked out very well for us. And uh, the announcers all seem to really like it. What do you hear on the air that's different? Uh, at the beginning, you noticed some because, you know, they were using headsets and they were popping peas and things until they got used to them. Now we're pretty much all microphones at home. The only issue I have is every now and then, you know, they'll they'll put the microphone in a different place or whatever and start popping peas or whatever. But... It, it's no different than sounding from the studio. I think it sounds either very similar or the same as being at the actual studio. So we're just going to keep sliding with it until this whole COVID thing is over. And then probably when the COVID thing is over, I can't see radio going back to having studios. I think this home thing is going to last forever. I think you're right about that. Yeah, I, can't, I just can't see why stations would open you know they can save a ton of money on rent or lease or whatever by having a much smaller footprint Mm -hmm. and let's be honest the announcers are getting well everybody is getting more done even though you're at home you're getting more work done you're getting more stuff for work done you're getting more prep done you're getting more thinking done you're getting more personal stuff done you're eating better all around i think it's great yeah we're definitely on the the middle of a large scale change in the way that we work and the way that we do our craft. Earlier, you mentioned codecs. Like, w- I guess every station setup is going to be different. But w- what are you using that that's making a difference for you? We're using the Opal codec. So far, it's worked out great. Very little delay. In fact, the announcers haven't even noticed the delay. So it's been working really good for us, and it does allow the system we've got multiple announcers to be connected at the same time. So you're announcer can hear your news person and without a whole pile of extra equipment so they can actually talk to each other off the air even though they're in their own homes and then same microphone same everything you know, he just turns on a button which turns on puts those microphones on the air and you're on the air but it gives them the ability to talk to each other when they're off the air instead of having to type to each other or whatever the, how about the quality of the internet service has that been an issue we put everybody at home i think on march the 17th or 18th somewhere in there Every now and then, we've had a couple little, you know, glitches here and there, but nothing serious. There has been one instance where 
the condo building that one of the announcers lived in didn't have cable TV for the day. So we had to improvise his show for that day. But that's the only issue we've had since, like I said, the middle of March, which is, I think, pretty amazing when it comes to how many people are suddenly working from home. Yes, it, yeah, I think that's been one of the biggest surprises is how well the grid has performed in a reverse scenario. I mean, we have all of these office spaces downtown that are empty with all of these big pipes, yet having decentralized yeah. everything, you very rarely hear people who are complaining unless the teenagers are gaming in the next room while you're trying to do a morning show. Yes, that's the only issue. And uh, there was, I think, one day, um, and it was, uh, something was wrong with the connection between Canada and the U.S., and it was, it was running slow. Mm -hmm. But that was it. Um, but yeah, I've actually been very impressed with Rogers, with Bell, with, with all of them on how well they kept up because I honestly didn't think their infrastructure would be this good. So talk to me about the MRI home studio concept that you have and you're offering to stations across the country. It's not a bunch of equipment. It's really some consultation in how to get the very best uh, out of the home studio. Yes. So you would, you would contact us and we would go through everything you've got in your studio and, and what you're looking for for people to do from home. And then we would suggest either pieces of equipment or just taking that box out of there and put it over here. And, you know, let's not waste any money. If we're going to put some money into it, let's make sure that that money is used somewhere else and that, you know, can be used somewhere else in the future. So, for example, with Element FM, we bought a bunch of laptops. Well, laptops can always be used in the future for remotes or for whatever, where you can just sell them to the people that are currently at their homes and they've got a, a nice machine for home now. So you don't want to spend money in, in any place that you, you know, you're just throwing it out the window. Um, but really, it's just it, like a service to call and see, can we take what we've got and make it remotable? And, and that's what, what, what we're offering. So a, a station in a very small market or in a medium market or even a large market can have equivalent sound and capability for all their people. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because obviously the small market, you're going to have less people probably have like a morning person and maybe an afternoon drive person and maybe that's it. So you don't even need to go crazy over internet connection at the office or anything because that's only going to be one person connected at a time. So there's things like that where you can save money that they're thinking, well, we probably need to, you know, put in a bigger pipe at the office if we're going to have people working from home. But it all depends on how many people you've got connected and, and what you want to do. So yeah, it's everywhere from a small little mama pop station all the way up to, you know, the big guys. I would think that now is a perfect time to think about the redundancies now and into the future. I mean, a lot of people have been working nonstop since the beginning of COVID, but eventually they're going to need vacations. They're, you know, things are going to change. Um, it seems to me this would be a good insurance policy against the next unforeseen or routine development. Oh, for sure. We've already experienced that and, and had to come across that as well as where people, you know, suddenly went, you know, we're getting near the end of the fiscal year. We've got to use up our vacations. So, yeah, we've, we've come up with, you know, had to, had to spend a couple more dollars and get a couple more uh, laptops in people's homes. But now we have some multi-people. So we have, you know, a person that can do a normal show and does news. So once you've got that machine and the ability to record in your house, it doesn't matter which station you connect to. Many times now we've had, uh, you know, employees change. So there's a person in Toronto right now that's doing the news 
for Ottawa in the morning show, but she's live on the show. So she can still talk to the announcer in Kibitz and then still do her news. And it's things like that, where it was like that, that was perfect. That was laid out so that anybody could do anything from any station. But it's things like that, where it's like just a quick change in configuration somewhere and you become something else. Well, uh, listen, Glenn, I think that this is a tremendous service that you're offering everybody in Canada. And I think it behooves anyone who is really looking at their their operation and thinking how can they clone themselves, number one, to be able to think about all the different ways they could deploy their resources. It seems to me like it would be a no-brainer to give you a call and get some consultation on how to put all that together. So I'm, I'm wishing you all the luck in the world with MRI Home Studio, and, and I think uh, this is the path. So uh, Thank you. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you very much. That was Glenn Prinz. He's the engineer behind MRI Home Studio with the consulting and know-how to get the most out of your at-home performers with what you have at hand. Glenn joined us from Toronto. Thanks for listening to Broadcast Dialogue. For more information about the podcast or to receive exclusive access to our weekly briefing about the Canadian media industry, visit us at broadcastdialogue.com. Don't forget to like us on Facebook, connect with us on LinkedIn, and follow us on Twitter and SoundCloud. Jeff Woods and I'm shining a light on music and the rock stars who make it. He just was one of those people, he, he stood out. He was a magic guy. He really was a magic guy. All, we all have force. He had the same amount of force as we all have. This was before Led Zeppelin. Robert was full on. I mean, he was Led Zeppelin without the band behind him. He had the hair, the jeans, the whole thing, you know. And he was amazing. The Records and Rockstars podcast, heard around the world and yours to hear wherever you get podcasts. All the episodes from jeffwoodsradio.com.